What is going on, race fans of the internet? Guess what? It's finally time. We're back again, baby. The whole gang is here. And by whole gang, I mean just me and Matt, because that's all we need, Matt. Just two guys shitting around here today in this uh, episode of the Talking Dirt Podcast. Welcome in, guys. Haven't heard from us uh, in a while, I know. But before we get into today's episode, going to talk a lot of racing. Matt's racing, my racing, our time away from racing, all of the things. And we're even going to throw in some reviews into the mix as well. But before we do that... Go ahead and leave a like, or if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and rate and review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this. It'd really help us out a ton, guys. I'm telling you, go ahead, rate, review, uh, and just make sure you're following the feed here so you catch every episode of Talking Dirt. Of course, my name is Ryan Williams, and I have to introduce this man. He's been away for a while, and we are finally reconnecting. Um, he's been caught up in some stuff. I've been caught up in some stuff, but we finally got back together. Welcome back to the Talking Dirt Podcast, Mr. Matt Pridgen. Uh, man, how have you been, bro? We haven't spoken. Guys, no kidding. Every time me and Matt speak just about when it's outside of the racetrack, we make a podcast. And this is literally the first time that we are really speaking in like two weeks. I'm so excited to have you back on, Matt. How have you been, brother? Yeah, man, I've been, uh, I've been super busy, man, with, with all the racing. Uh, well, I say all the racing. I guess it hasn't been too much, but... It, you know, to, to me it has, but um, with all the, that I have been doing with that, and you know, now that I'm trying to fix the car and stuff, I haven't had much time to get on here. But you know, it 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 is what it is, and we're here now, and that's all that matters. Absolutely, it is. Like I said, it's. I mean, we still talk every every day, but I mean, we hadn't really gotten up to date on all the stuff that's going on. Of course, um, I wasn't really able to keep up with all the stuff you're doing, like in Lakeview and whatnot, because I was busy at Sumter and. Man, I would have loved to have been there and seen that because you were running daggum good before, you know, all hell broke loose there. Um, but, I mean, for me, man, yeah. we've had a couple – it's been crazy. We've had a couple of weeks off here lately. And although um, although it is – let's see if I can phrase this right because people won't really understand what I'm saying. Although I, I deeply, deeply, deeply love racing, right? deeply love it and people will give us grief all the time for taking you know a holiday off here a holiday off there that kind of stuff man when you get into it as deep as we do it is sometimes a good thing to have a couple of weeks off and that's exactly what we needed um at something to kind of reset and that's you know especially with uh the, the way that we've been kind of fighting the track with the the heat that we've had and the wind and all that um mm -hmm. it was a really good opportunity this past week and and it, it gave us time you know to go and celebrate our fathers. Uh, happy late Father's Day to all the dads out there listening to this. And, um, you know, I went up and saw my, my, my father-in-law, my my dad, my stepfather-in-law. We, we had a real good time. I know uh, you you treated old Papa Bridge pretty good, I'm, I'm assuming, uh, for mm. Father's Day. Yeah, it's it was a... It was it was a good weekend to, to for me not be at a racetrack, even though there was a lot of really good racing going on um, around. Even though I was, you know, out and about and doing the Father's Day stuff, I, I still made time to watch racing. But uh, every now and then, it's it's uh it's better on me to watch racing rather than uh, being right there in the thick of things, you know. Oh yeah. So what did you and be, uh, be a spectator yeah, your... instead of a, a track official? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, dude. Exactly. Um. But heck, man, what would you, what you and Papa Papa Pridge been up to? I know, uh, not the not the best luck, you know. A couple weeks ago at Lakeview, you end up. I mean, dude, you were running good though. That's well, we'll just thing. go ahead. Yeah, go if ahead. If you want go to, ahead. we can just go ahead and go over, go over that yeah, race. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So uh, I qualified eleventh. I think there was twenty cars. There, Nineteen yeah. take a, took a time. I think. Um, 
so it, it's the car still a little snug through the center. We got it. We got it to enter the corner now. Now we're just fighting it. It's, it'll get in the corner, but once it gets to the center, the nose wants to wash up a little bit. So we we're now we're fighting the center of the corner. So we loosen it up a little bit for the for the future, and it 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 actually um it actually worked pretty good until I lost all of my ability to drive and spun out by myself and <laughs> got my nose ran over. But that you know that happened. I pulled in, got a uh, got the got the metal pulled off. Uh, so every made sure everything was clear on my tires and stuff because we also had a um. Had a pretty big pileup coming off of turn four on the restart, but uh, luckily I didn't get into anybody really hard, so I escaped there mm -hmm. with, without any damage. But um, pulled in after I got uh, my little spin out and got back out there. I want to say I restarted like seventeenth or eighteenth. Well, that's that's and another then, thing. Let's talk about that real quick. Hold on. So the past like two months. We've been talking about that that restart rule that that, ser that particular series that yeah. your racing uses. You and I've been talking about it. Of course, it worked at Sumter when they visited, right? I'm going to tell you my perspective on the okay. restart. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I have a bad habit of interrupting. I do apologize. <laughs> I do too, man. That's why it works so well together. We just interrupt each other all night and have a good show. So my perspective on it was solely based on what happened at, at Sumter, and it worked at Sumter. It worked. It got it got everybody a little bit more spread out because you were able to get back to just about single file coming down the front straightaway. Now, at other tracks that are a little bit wider, I can see it not working, which is, I think, what happened at Lakeview, if I'm not mistaken. Um, well, what's that? Let me ask you this: um, on on the restarts at at um, how do I put this? And go ahead, go ahead and continue. And I'm gonna try to figure out how to phrase this 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 question. Right. Well, all I was really saying is it something it worked, uh, but to the point that you told me, like you were you were saying you, you didn't you didn't really like it. It it'll work better out of time. Oh, oh, oh I, I, okay, okay. What you got? Okay, here we go. Here we go. I, I, I'm apologizing again. <laughs> but anyways, how long? How many laps until the leaders caught uh, lap traffic? With those kind of restarts, I would imagine many. it'd be about three or four laps. Yeah, it, it wasn't uh, many. If it, if there now if, if there's about 10, 15 cars, maybe mm, there's not maybe ten cars, and yeah, I don't see lap traffic, you know, being too big of an issue. But fifteen to twenty five cars on the track on that track, I, I'm sorry, but that you're gonna catch the leaders are gonna catch lap traffic before the the people in the back get get going on that kind of a restart right opinion. but to that same um, point because you, you you go and then you stop sure you know what i mean yeah you go on the back straight away and then you stop and then when you have that problem you have these different motors with different horsepowers right this guy's going to go so that's going to create a hole this guy over right. here is going to try to shoot that hole and this guy on the inside is going to try to shoot that hole I'll and then they're yeah. going to collide each other and then boom next thing you know you got a 10 car pile up right yeah in a 20 car field yeah but so i mean that's the thing. if they would move just a little bit now down the back straightaway i don't know if right after the entrance to three like from middle of three on i think you should have green light um, well, that's about I, where I've always the, been. The old rules at Lakeview, the original rules at Lakeview was, I, I don't know if y'all know, but there, there's a, uh, a traffic light going into turn three. Right. There, the original rule was from that traffic light, 
on the turn four, you can fire whenever. I think that is and the I like best that. Yeah. restart zone. That's now, start zone, now. make it coming out of turn four. The flagman starts the race. Right. But restarts, three and four. But, yeah, I'd center three and four maybe but oh. real quick back to what i was saying now you're talking about lap traffic getting into the picture oh, yeah. relatively quickly back to that. <laughs> now i will say that ultimate race at sumter they had a normal restart rule that was you know in the in the center three and four whatever but it was still it was still the same deal you know christian and and um and dust or not dustin and zach were catching lap traffic in four to five laps so i mean it it, it all I guess it all really depends on what track, how big the track is, and what the competition's like. To to that point, because you're you're talking Blue Ridge, which is a mixture well, yeah, of I, everything I mean, from six hundred two to limited Blue Ridge motors. are great drivers, but you can't yeah. really compare it. No. It's a big difference. No, you big not difference. not that to a to a super. Oh gosh, no. Mm-hmm. But I mean, with the super talking, race, we had guys, yeah. we had all kinds of motors too, man. We had I think three or four guys with six hundred fours, two guys with six hundred twos. A bunch of 525s, and um, I've got a sneaking intuition, Matt, that um, the the guy that won that super race, I firmly believe he didn't have a super motor in that car. I f- really? I'm almost positive that that was their limited car. It could have very it was, well it was the purple. It was the purple card. The super car is the blue one, right? Am I tripping, or is that right? I don't know because they they drove the blue car at um, at Fayetteville last week. Uh, Cheryl Sewell, anybody, if y'all listen to this, please hit me up and let me know if I'm right or wrong. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that that Christian Thomas was in either a 525 or a limited car, and for the his first time being there, whoever told him that that's what they should do, whoever gave them that piece of advice, they owe them half of that check. Okay. Because <laughs> Christian has never sniffed the the Sumter clay, he has never seen the racetrack. I've been trying to get him I to come. He's to, been here. No, been he has not. I have been trying to get Christian Thomas to Sumter Speedway for four years now. Okay, hmm. every time we've had a super race, every time we've had a a steel block race, steel block. No, he, really? did, he he's never come with us. I no, I'm almost 100 percent sure he has not shown up for a steel block race. Um. Um, bu- 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 no, he is not. Um, I have been trying to get them there every single time, and they never showed up. And the one time they decide, hey, we're going to Sumter, is a super late model race, and they come out there. I'm pretty sure with a limited late model motor in the car, and absolutely dig. And you could tell here was the big thing that kind of like pointed me into it. Me and uh, to Mr. Tommy Tedder, Tommy Tedder. Amazing announcer. Uh, been doing it, f- doing Ultimate for time. Uh, I want to say twenty years or so. Um, anyway, anywho, Tommy's back on the call, um, and it was. I, at first, I have to say it was great working with Blake Harris for the two years he showed up to Sumter with Ultimate. Um, but to have, in my opinion, a, a legend like Tommy Tedder working with me that night was eye opening, and it it really, it really. Uh, I, I will say he kind of, you know showed me what I can and cannot do. You know, he, he just watching him uh, gave me a lot of insight on how to progress as a race announcer. Now, anywho, Tommy and I were both looking at it, and he, he pointed at something that was a specific lap, and Zach was right on Christian's tail. 
And he pointed at that, and he, and he says, you see the difference? I, I said, yeah, I see the difference. He said, you think it is what I think it is? And I said, I 100% think it is what you think it is. And that is that Christian had a smaller motor than Zach because Christian was burning a lot less tire than Zach Mitchell was. You could see, you could physically see just how fast Chris, uh, Zach Mitchell's tires were spinning because he has that 900-horsepower super late model motor in the car, and you could see how locked down um, Christian's car was compared to it. Which leads yeah. me to believe that I was right and that Christian was running a limited motor. And Matt, that makes that the second time out of four races that a limited or 525 has won a super late yep. model race at Sumter. If that is the case, if I'm wrong, I do apologize, but I'm pretty so, sure I'm right. <laughs> tangents are our specialties. So, <laughs> back to the Blue Trace at Lakeview. So, after I get the sheet metal ripped off, I go back out there, and I want to say I'm like 17th or 18th. Um, and I'm gonna tell you what the the track itself, I could not see a thing. I could not see a thing at all. But that high side was there, and it was really racy. So I, you know, I I jumped up there, um, because. When I came in there, my dad thought it, that's why I spun out because I was up high and in sand and stuff. And stuff right? yeah. He said, "He said you got to try, you got to quit trying to pass people on the outside." I'm like, "Daddy, I got to go where they ain't." <laughs> I said, "I thought I, I knew the outside was there because I would be pulling people halfway down the straightaway." Right. And I'm like, oh, "Ain't supposed to happen." <laughs> but um, but yeah, I'd be pulling people down the straightaway, even with the big hole in my in, in the filler panel. I was still moving up. I was. I want to say back up to 12th, maybe 11th back up to where I started. So I passed probably about, I'm going to say three cars on the outside and a couple more on the inside. Um, right. So I was out there having a blast. And then next thing I know, I come out of turn four, my left front shoots straight, straight up in the air. Um, I go down into turn one. I turn the car to the left. It goes straight. And all I can see is going through that guardrail like the stock V8 did it uh, yeah. last year, oh, I believe. Yeah. Yep. And luckily, I was able to keep it out of the guardrail. I was able to keep the race green. I didn't bring out a caution. I pulled it in the pits, and we called it a night. What I'm thinking happened was our rotors were a little old and uh-huh. may have been overheated a couple times. <laughs> but I think there was a hairline fracture in there, and we didn't know it. And I think the rotor went kablooey. <laughs> and when it did, it broke my birdcage. It yeah. broke the rods connecting to the birdcage. It bent my shock. Um, broke my rotor. Obviously, with the rotor exploded, it uh, completely lost the caliper. It's sitting somewhere out at Lakeview right now. Um, yeah, I lost that caliper. What else did I break? Uh, I had to replace the hub because it broke the ears off where the rotor mounts to. Right. So, yeah, it broke a lot of stuff. Well, uh, shout out to uh, just K-Gories. random part failure, and, and it, we were having a great race. So I mean, it, right. you know, everybody was racing clean for for the most part, and it was like I said, I was out there having a blast. I bet so. Yeah, man, it's 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 fun when you're doing good. I tell you that it's fun. It's fun when you're racing good. Um, it was fun when we were racing uh, the uh, the the World of the I Racing Series qualifiers. Oh yeah. Although I mean, you and I, you I and James are. You, James, and I, I'll say it properly. There we go. Uh, we kind of knew, you know, we really, we, we don't have the I rating for this. These Well, we kind of thought about this last minute. We so should, yeah, we, well, yeah, we, we did. Got a, next 
year we're gonna have we're gonna be we'll working on it, it for more than like two yeah. weeks. We got to get our I rating up to like five six thousand. I already almost I almost got mine up to three thousand already. So I do too. Um, now there was a, that big thing with me. Um, of course, my I use yeah, you had uh, some technical difficulties. Yeah, I had a, I had a lot of them. I use a VR a headset instead of a triple monitor setup and. It uh, it kept dying on me, man. It was just it would it was dying so quickly. Um, so I th- I think I've invested in something that might help me out there. A little, little a little power thingamajigger that I will do a review on and let you guys know if it really really works here in the uh, the next couple episodes. Uh, so I hope that's all figured out and maybe one day Matt I or Matt James and I will be um professional sim racing drivers uh officially. Um, I think Jeremy still almost made it, but yeah, he Jeremy was, almost he, made it. I think he's just outside the cutoff. Well, Jer- Jeremy's Jeremy's a, a wild man in general, so oh uh, yeah, that he's, makes he's sense. Our IRL, he's yeah. I, we I was in an official with him the other day, and uh, of course he's got his real life paint scheme on there. Yeah, all the other real drivers. Um, and <laughs> I was spectating him because I was in the second heat race and he was in the first. Yeah. And, me and James were in there. I was like, yep, James. I said, you see that quarter panel right there? I said, it slapped my nose at Friendship last year. Dang. He was coming by to lap me. And then, <laughs> he was laughing you. <laughs> didn't quite have oh, a clear, but I backed out of it. Cause it. Like I said, when I see somebody coming up, I I get scared. You like get that. close enough to him I and I race, and I'll slap you with it, and I race too. I, I thought that was funny. Yeah, Jer- Jeremy's uh, a great dude. I've talked to him once, maybe. I mean, it, but that might have been why we were at Friendship. Because uh, he was there, a bunch of a bunch of other guys were up there racing. I remember Dalton Wilson was up there, and uh, Brown, yeah, what's his sure name? Was. Dylan Brown was up there. I think who ended up winning that race? Dylan, right? Mm. Why can't I remember who ended up winning that race? I'm pretty sure I it was think Dylan. Jeremy still won. Or that Jeremy race. won. It was one of the two because they were battling for the lead, and um, I do remember that you held up one of them. One of the other passed them. I can't uh, remember I which held, one it was. I think I, held, I accidentally. I may have accidentally held up Benji. I can't remember. No, I, I think I held Benji. up Dylan, and he finished third. Yeah, yeah, that might be that might be what it was. Dylan Benji hey, Dylan's Hicks might have won that now. race. Oh, speaking Benji. of the Hicks clan, oh boy, some oh, yeah, weird news, news to talk about. Yeah, big news. Different family though. Mm, no, I, I'm pretty sure Benji it's a different family. Benji Hicks is Billy Hicks's son. Are you sure about that? Uh, uh, as far as I know. I've, ne- I've never been told otherwise. All I've ever been, heard, all I've ever been told is that was his son. I've heard both ways, uh, so I don't know. But we might just be wrong about everything tonight. Let's just get that clear hey, we before are. we say this. But I was pretty we, sure they're yeah. at least related. Um, but anyways, because they switched from the Longhorn to Benji's chassis earlier this year, and then right. uh, recently, Double just nickel. just yesterday, uh, Ross Bales Racing. Uh, officially made the statement that they would be stepping away from Billy Hicks Racing, the number 79. And uh, hopefully, uh, just just me being a fan here, hopefully we see the return of the 87 car. I missed that one. Um, of course, it. Mm. yeah, I miss I missed that 87 car. So I hope Ross brings that one back, gets the family car back out of the uh, back out of the weeds, trims all the trees that were growing in it, and puts a motor back in that sucker and drives it. Um, but best of luck to Ross Bells. Best of luck to uh, Billy Hicks Racing. I don't know who's gonna fill that. Uh, who's gonna fill those shoes? But yeah, uh, Bales. Uh, what's that? Uh, I'm sorry. Just to run through. You you got me looking at that race from Friendship that night. Just okay. to run off the, the some of the names. 
got Jeremy Stillwell in yeah. that race. Benji okay. Hicks finished second. Dylan Brown third. Justin Husband, Hudspeth fourth. Colby Quick fifth. Logan Robertson was there. He finished oh, sixth. Yeah. Dalton was seventh. Then you got Jamison McBride, who's a big crate racer around here. Yes. Uh, he was there. Steve Blackburn was in that race. Dale Moore, who's running with steel blocks this year, and I think he's doing a pretty good job. He sure is, yes. Um, so, yeah, Travis Steele was in that race. Leighton Sullivan. Uh, Winky McGee was there. Steven Padula was there. I mean, yeah, there was a lot of big names there that and day. And there ain't too many names to mess with around there that night. I'll tell you that one. Um you know another uh, crate racer that I've been infatuated with here, like since like February. Um, it's the Is little, that? it's the little kid. What's his name? Um, Bam Bam. What's his name? Frick. Um, the uh, the dude did. Oh gosh, Pink Pinkerton, Pinkerus, Brock Pinkerus. Have you seen this kid? Um, no, I don't think I have. No, you haven't seen this kid. Look him up, dude. He's like. He's, I think he's maybe 11 or 12, and he's driving a late model. He's driving a 604 car, but he's he's from New York. He races up there mainly, but he was down here. He ran, he tested at Lakeview. I think he was running speed weeks. Um, let's see. Uh, anyways, he raced a few races around here. I know he raced at Gaffney one time. Uh, the, the kid who did the gritty on the roof? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. That was the video yeah, I saw, I, and I was I like, dude, him, I like this kid. I, I, I saw yeah. that video. I was like, I like this little kid, man. He's dope. Um, he tested at Lakeview? Yeah, he tested He tested at Lakeview. Um, I think it was while they were on their way down to Speed Weeks. It was around the time that they were supposed to have that big block race. Well, it, I'm looking at some of the TikToks on here. Uh, he Apparently he's a big block driver too. Well, not oh, I don't really? know if he's big block, but that kind of modified. Right, yeah, or in that a bigger lane uh, with it. Pro mod or what? What do they call him? Uh, crate mods? I don't know. Anywho, yeah, yeah that dude, that kid, his, some of his stuff's good, man. They were doing like a whole docu series about him and all. Um, possibility to be be the next big thing. Um, but there's a, there's a lot of young drivers right now, man. That of course, I mean, technically you're still a young driver, but there's a lot of like kids that yeah. are getting into this stuff now. Yeah. There's there's yeah, a lot like of Trey you know, Mills for one. Yeah, Trey Mills. I'll tell you who was at uh Sumter last weekend was uh uh was it Hayden or Gavin? Uh it was one of the Cowan brothers that are uh they're out of Georgia. Um, they're driving for uh, I think uh Hayden's driving for Rum Runner this year. I wanna say it was Hayden. It might have been Gavin, but I'm pretty sure the it was old Hayden. Boy that drives for um the forty five in the Blue Ridge series. He's he's like fourteen or fifteen. Uh which one? Can't not Colt Smith. Like Colt Smith's older. Not Colt Smith. Not him. The other one. Um. Uh, da, 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 da. It's an. It's another Colt Stan Stanley. Colt Stanley. I think that might there's two. Be his there's name. two Colt forty five cars that drive Blue Ridge, and one was Colt Smith, who has a son who drives a race car, and there was I think his name was, I think it's Colton Stanley is his name. Yep, that's it. Okay, yeah, he's, he's young he's, too. He's like fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, he's young. Um, and of course, there's Jameson McBride, who's been doing it now for a few years. He's still young. I mean, even John Rogerio's still young, man. A lot of these guys are still uh, in their, you know, late teens, early twenties. Hell, Hudson O'Neill is younger than I am. Can you believe that? Oh yeah. Devin oh, yeah. Moran yeah, is younger than I am. Bobby, Bobby Pierce is the same age as me, and he's been driving late models for ten years. You know, it's it's nutty to see how young these guys still are. Brandon well, Shepard's not even this. 30, Matt. I mean, well, Tyler Reddick was racing in the World of Outlaws when he was 14. That's what I'm saying, dude. 
These guys, how in the world did they get these rides at 13, 14, 15 years old? Like I said, Brandon Shepard isn't even 30 yet. And I can remember some of my earliest freaking remembrances of watching World of Outlaws. Brandon Shepard was either at the track or in the race car. Like, what in the world, man? Oh, and then, yeah, of course, Tyler Reddick, uh, he's older now. He's driving NASCAR. He's doing He's doing all right, I guess. I hadn't really kept up with it. Only thing that I did keep up with was I, none of it because I didn't watch it. I haven't watched any NASCAR in, since Look, I didn't even watch Darlington. Shit. I, I watched the Coca-Cola 600. I'm not going to lie. I did watch that race, and I loved it. I took a day. hell of a nap during the Coca-Cola 600, but I don't remember I what happened. loved it. Because it was uh, Ryan Blaney won. Yeah, big okay, Blaney yeah. fan. Are you the? And no, got, you're it, not a. Hold on, I thought you were a Wood Brothers fan. Well, I Blaney Blaney still to me is a Wood Brothers driver. How? He drove it for one year. <laughs> I know, I know, but he was the perfect fit. He should still he should still be the Wood Brothers driver. Honestly, no, he is no, the perfect no. Fit for Wood Matt DiBenedetto should still be the Wood Brothers driver. Let's be. Let's make that very <sighs> clear. Let's make that 100% extremely clear that Matty well, D should still successful. be in the NASCAR Cup Series. Yeah, yeah Blaney I'm was more successful, but that. he was going to leave. But Blaney should still be in the 21. He was going to get a better ride anyways, and he did. He got a much better ride. I mean, I, I know you love the Wood Brothers. I know, okay? I understand that. But he is at least yeah, twice as better, twice as better off, I should say, I will say, no, 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 listen to this. He, he got his first career NASCAR win in a Wood Brothers car before Chase Elliott got it done in a Hendrick car. Let that sink in. What What was it? They started the what same year. They were rookies the same year. I'm pretty sure they were. Yeah, but what What was it? Was it Talladega? What was it? Why don't I, I don't remember, remember what race it was. But well, I'm, I'm saying as, as if it was a super first. speedway, it doesn't count. Um, <laughs> I will say that. Um, but I don't no, think it was. Ryan Blaney's a he's a dang he's a daggum good driver. Um, Kyle Larson, a daggum good driver who's still young too. Which I don't know, man. Speaking of Kyle Larson, I kind of I'm kind of uh, Arizona, Arizona. Oh, Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, that little dog leg looking track. I'm kind of I'm kind of washed out on Kyle Larson right now. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I they, given the um the the hype the hype was there for a while. The hype died out a little bit. Is I'm what I'm saying. Surprised it stayed. I'm surprised it stayed that as long as it did. But the yeah the hype's kind of it, it's kind of went from him to Chastain really. Well, that I mean Ross hadn't really done much this year though. Besides the um besides the incident with controversy every yeah. race. Well, not, not anymore. I mean, he hadn't done anything the past couple of weeks that I've heard of or seen on Facebook. Or he's been pretty quiet since else. Darlington, I think. Dude, I got I have got to get a diecast of that car because if you don't know, I'm a it was pretty I'm slick. a I'm a big brown truck driver myself, and I need me one of those. And um, I would love to have one, so I need to go and order Maybe me one. Autograph one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I could I could uh, definitely get an autographed one, but it's cool to see my workplace back in the NASCAR sphere. Um, of all places to find it, because of course UPS hasn't been in NASCAR since. Matt, guess who? Uh, la- guess who the last driver to drive a, a UPS car was? Oh, uh, take a guess. I know it wasn't Dale Jarrett. It was not. Okay, you're you're onto something. Who was it then? 
God, I can't remember. I, Come on. It right. was a pretty. Well, it, was it was a pretty country name. I'm pretty sure it was a 44 car, wasn't it? Um, it was, and then it was an 88 again. Oh man, who was it? Come on, so it's a really southern name. You would you would I, see this guy at Sumter Speedway. I don't. I I can't guess it. I don't know. I can't remember. Start. It, 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 the initials are R R. Ain't no wait what. The initials are RR. No, it can't be. Ricky Rudd, baby. No. Yeah. Not you didn't Rudd. know that. I'll, I'll, pull, I'll pull up a picture to prove it. Yeah, Ricky Rudd was the last guy to drive UPS. If I remember, unless somebody snuck one in there in the past 10 years that I don't remember, but I remember when the, the car tomorrow came out, Ricky Rudd was driving that car after Dale Jarrett decided to retire. Yeah, because I remember it was a 44 car. Yeah. I think. Uh, hold on. I'm about. No, to... It wasn't. It, it wasn't '88. It wasn't ever back to '88 because '88 was junior. Let's see. Was it? Was it a? Was it a '44 car? No. Wait. 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 Was it Ricky Road in the UPS car? I might be wrong about this. Hold on. You might. Uh, but I know he drove the '88 car after Dale Dale Jarrett did. Hold on. Let's see. Was it still UPS? It was Snickers. A lot of Snickers. A lot of Snickers. Come on, find me one UPS, because I was pretty sure that he at least had UPS on it. Then who was the 44 car? I could have swore that was Ricky Rudd. Let's see. 44 UPS car. I'm Googling just to find out who it was. That's what I, I, if it I, was it Ricky Rudd. Everything I'm seeing is Dale Jarrett. It might have been Dale Jarrett. Who drove that car? I thought Ricky Rudd drove that car for Dale Jarrett. Did he not? Am I tripping? I don't, but technically, UPS was not in NASCAR. That was just the paint scheme. The sponsor UPS was not there. But what do you mean the sponsor UPS was not there? He wasn't sponsored by UPS. Dale Jarrett? Not in the throwback. No, 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 no. The throwback. Oh, yes, it, it did have UPS on the car, did it not? No. I'm pretty sure it did. did but really? there was two people with the scheme, that, that paint scheme. It was Chastain, and I want to say it was um Eric Jones. Yeah, UPS was on Chastain's car. Was it? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was a straight up... Uh, Dale uh, Dale Jarrett car. It was straight up. Um, now the forty three car did not have UPS on it. That was something different. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, Chastain's car was well. I'll be dog. It was a UPS it. car, and I greatly appreciate him for that. I'm as, wrong. A, as a package car I'm driver wrong. of the United States of America, thank you, Mister Ross Chastain, the best stain of all the stains. Um, you want to talk about my last trip to something? We can. I, I just want to get away from NASCAR and things that I was wrong about. Yeah. I could have sworn that UPS stayed on that car whenever Ricky Rudd took it over for that one year, but I guess what actually happened oh, well, is that Dale Jarrett took it to the number 44. I guess that's what's, what's actually happened. Maybe. I'm tripping, thinking wrong, because... And you need to tie your shoelaces. Well, at, <laughs> at Darlington that year, we went, and uh, somebody I knew was... Um, part of the pit crew for Ricky Rudd and I got one of his crew members uh tire changing gloves which is why yeah. uh which was pretty cool this was 2007 maybe 2007 2008 whatever um so yeah that that's a cool Ricky Rudd story and other things you won't remember about NASCAR do you remember when Sterling Marlin drove a number 14 car for like a year and a half that was nutty dude uh, I mean yeah a little bit but <laughs> it was a waste uh, management car I hated it I hated it yeah. it looks so ugly um, to me while we are talking about NASCAR, I mean, Let's we do cannot it. ignore the bald eagle in the room. 
I can ignore it. No, you can't, man. That is such a big deal. NASCAR at Le Mans, dude. Finished oh, in front of all yeah. the GT cars. Yeah. I'm pretty sure all the GT3 cars as well. And passed a few of the well, hypercars. Thing. It would have like, finished overall, like, it would have finished overall top 10. Um, nah, maybe not. Overall top 20 had it not had transmission problems. Um, because hey, remember, well, they had to go in and rebuild that entire transmission pretty much. So, really? Because I, I caught like the first three hours, I watched like the first three hours of it, yeah. and I watched, I, I, I didn't, I caught, I caught like an hour of it, right? When it had like a, probably about six hours to go, right? Um, and so I didn't see that part, but I don't know, that, that whole thing was pretty cool though, you know. Yeah, man, have, but have you seen all these uh, the TikTok Blast videos? Free bird. <laughs> <laughs> they come I, I by the radio on on Blast and Freebird. I'm not gonna lie, Jimmy. I, I posted one that said uh, it's MPH, not KPH, and then I put American flag beside it. Jimmy Johnson, <laughs> <laughs> Jim, Jimmy Johnson's back there stalking a supercar. Oh my god! Yeah, dude, the, and the comparisons with the the Cars movie that that was pretty cool. It um, was, but it, it was legit too. That's the yeah. crazy thing. Cars predicted the future, son. But you know, I, and it it was cool, and then all the people saying, "Oh, the only stayed up." Was, you had the American car coming by every every four minutes. <laughs> everybody, everybody was driving along, about to fall asleep. Yeah, yeah, all the crew yeah. members. Yeah. yeah, every every four minutes, here comes the. The great old U.S. of A. Uncle Sam singing oh, loudly on the top of his lungs. It, it, that's all I got to say, though. It's MPH, not KPH. Mm, mm, man, that's about when. Uh, it's about like when uh, USA Soccer. Speaking of USA Soccer, won the uh, yep the Concacaf <laughs> Nations yep. League once again, and uh, the other a few nights ago, um, the the uh, Mexican national team decided that they just wanted to fight. They didn't want to play soccer anymore. Um, but you, if you'll remember, about a year ago now. Oh, they they tied with they tied with England, and the big thing was uh, everybody everybody on uh, the podcast and such. I listen to man, I listen to a lot of a lot of sports stuff, a lot of history stuff or whatnot. But the big the big talking point after that one was uh, yeah, we we won that draw, we won the draw. It was it was it was nil nil, but we won the draw, you know, because uh, the yeah. the U.S. was not supposed to win or not even supposed to draw with with England in that one, um, but they did, well, and here we are now, and one kicking butt thing in is- Le Mans. Every everybody was talking junk about oh they can't handle right turns well we handled right turns well, what about the rain all right here here the, this is what killed me I saw the comments that said Le Mans in twenty twenty three looks like an Assetto Corsa uh, server <laughs> with everybody spinning out <laughs> but the the net the cup car did not struggle at all with the rain I don't I, not that I saw. Because it it weighed and still it weighed so much more right. than these cars and was able to keep and up and pass at times. One of the times. cool things I thought of is I was sitting there watching it. I was like, because when it was at Darlington, I was like, man, I've had my hands on that car. And I touched it. I, mean, I know I probably wasn't supposed to, but I was like, oh my god, what the the, the Lamont car? <laughs> the Lamont car, yeah. Oh, it was at Darlington, it at Darlington, really? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I it didn't was know that. The, the same one. It, like it was modified and everything. I saw all the like the little little splitters right. and how they had the seat and everything and it was it was really awesome wow i had no idea that they took it as a show car really uh hell there were a bunch of um a bunch of show cars came through here recently um i know there was a few old like dale Jarrett cars that came through uh our town not too long ago my my small racing yeah. community here um yeah there's a bunch of show cars that was pre- i didn't get to see them in person but that was pretty cool um 
But Matt, uh, let's talk about memories for a second because I started on show cars. Do you ever have like just a weird memory of, you know, NASCAR's coming to town in a couple of weeks or whatever. You're driving down the road. You go to pass a Walmart and all of a sudden you look over and you see a, a trailer with a Dale Earnhardt Jr. car sitting inside of it. And you're, you're thinking to yourself, holy cow, that's Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s car. And you ha- you force your parents to make a beeline and go see this car that you think uh, is going to win uh, a race. But it turns out that it is not legit at all. See, uh, I, I'd get to the point there where it, it, it would, I would say, that's, that's, Dale, that's Dale Earnhardt's car or whatever. And then my parents would be like, my dad would be like, no, it ain't. That's just a show car. I'm well, like, oh, okay. He'd say it ain't got, he ain't even got no motor in it. Look, it ain't got no gas in it. <laughs> <laughs> we did so. that, no, because I have that memory. It was probably a, uh, a week before Darlington, and just randomly in a hotel parking lot, I saw um, a Kyle Busch show car. And like we yep. were just driving down the road, and there's a, a freaking eight, there's an Eminem's 18 car sitting in the parking lot of a hotel. And we're like, what the heck is going on over here? So we went over and checked it out. And I was around 10 probably. And I had completely convinced myself that this was the real race car that Kyle Busch was going to drive at Darlington. As stupid as as it sounds, that they would be carrying around a real live race car in a glass show box. Right. Um, but I had completely convinced myself. I asked the guy with the car where Kyle Bush was about 625 times. We were there for five minutes. <laughs> I said, so when's he coming out? So when, when's he coming? Where's he at? Where's he at? I know he's got to be, it's his race car. He's got to be with his race car. And he finally had to tell me, dude, it's your car. You know, like that kind of shit. So I, I was yeah. upset at the time, but I, it was just cool. I, I want to say that's really the only show car that we ever saw around here. There is one story. I can't remember who did it. Um, of somebody that went through two backup cars at a race, had to go get the show car, put a motor in it, and race it the next day. Can't remember who it was, but that is a NASCAR uh, story out there if you've ever heard that one. Um, right. So let's talk about dirt racing. How about that? Can we get back to what we're here for? So, yeah. <laughs> so, the last time I was at Sumter was a pretty good night. It was. It Well, it was, then it wasn't, then it was again. Well, for me, it was. Yeah. Okay. We'll say that. Yeah. Okay. Pretty good race. I mean, I didn't, I didn't make up any positions, but I didn't lose any. So I just, you know, kind of hung around. Well, you did. I, you know, got I, it back. I, I, I was trying. I attempted to make a pass for. I attempted several times to make a pass for second. Right. But, um. Oh yeah, I forgot about that last restart. Yeah. But I would hit a hole every time, and he, Brian Ridgeway would just, you know, pull off the corner from it. But then we had that last restart. I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Me and um, me and Brian made a little bit of contact right time we fired, and it ended up bending my spindle. But it is what it is. Um, it made it yanked the wheel out when it when we made contact. It snatched the steering wheel out my hand. Right. That happened. I I don't want to go in the car when I ain't got the steering wheel in my hand. I ain't no screw it. Step on it. <laughs> So I wait till I get the steering wheel back in my hand and then I go. And then yeah. by that time we're going into turn one, I see Kel Green's spoiler. And I'm like, man, this crap's going to happen to me two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know what told me to do this, but I just, I hammered down around that top, son. And it was there. 
and uh, it it looked it felt more spectacular than it looked on the camera that <laughs> it I was saw. still pretty spectacular. But yeah, it, it it was a pretty cool moment there. And, and uh, I do uh, remember in that race specifically, I was up there, dude. I I, I was mad at you. I was mad uh, because every it would it would it would go like this. One lap, you'd go under the hole in turn one and lose a little bit to Brian. The next lap, you would go straight through the hole and stay about even with him. The next lap, you would go over the hole. You would pull up to him just a little bit. And I would—I was up there yelling. I was calling this race, but when I turned the microphone <laughs> off, I was yelling, go over the hole. Go over the hole. Please go over the hole. Every single lap, go over <laughs> the hole. And you guess what you did not do? Go over the hole. You didn't go over the hole. Well, <laughs> I was so I knew the upset. Fast, I knew the fastest way around the corner was through through uh, no, on, over, like above the hole. Yes. but so did Brian. He that's the same entry point he was going at. So and you then, were catching him doing I, it. <laughs> I, look, I'm not going to be able to beat him off the corner. So I have to nah. get I have to pass those guys going into the corner or right. get lucky and then push through the center and then I pass them. That's the only way I can get around those guys. You're, I mean, you're right. In, but from where I was sitting, it looked like you were getting caught. Yeah, at the same time, because Kale had a good. Kale's got a hot yeah, rod, I was, man. Um, I was getting. I was. Kale was running me down there at the end. Yeah, Kale's got a hot rod. There's, there was a bunch of hot rods there that night, and uh, Justin was, of course, one of them, and he won the race. And Brian finished second. You rebounded though. You got back around Kale. You you hammered down and. Yeah. Um, made that outside work on on uh, on Kale there. Um, hey, we had a family four. reunion in the top five. You did because Johnny. That's it was crazy because Johnny qualified man bad. I I don't yeah, know if he his, missed, his completely missed the setup right. or or what happened. But yeah. come feature time, they really had that set figured it. out. You know, he was on it. It's, yeah, it's he's a, definitely going the right way with the car. He's just got yeah. the. If he can get, if he could have unloaded fast, I think he would be better. Uh, I think, not like qualifying may i think has may have screwed him up but you know everybody had to do it well it's it's about like uh even that that steel block race whenever you know johnny missed, yeah. missed it in qualifying and had to come through the b main and all that and, and he was hammered down on, in the feature and put it on a hell of a show that night and uh did it again this weekend and i hope we see you know i hope we see the madman uh plenty more times at something this year he's really good whenever he comes and i mean the the payout up top is good enough for you know if he comes in wins a couple races and he'll, he'll be looking good i'm just waiting on him to get up there and start challenging justin um i, I just I'm somebody I, it's, it's it's getting about bounty time on uh hey, on mints y'all, I'm thinking, y'all wanna, you, know? you, you wanna know how to fix that what's that they can start send him out qualifying first yeah you, <laughs> i mean I, you could try that I, look, look look and i'm not saying otherwise i'm not saying otherwise at all but i know it's random it's random pill yeah, draw, yeah, but yeah. he is in the last group lucky, every dude. week. And you cannot pay for that he's kind of luck. Su- he's super lucky when it comes to the draw, man. Pay for that luck. Now, don't yeah. get me wrong. I've been lucky, and I've been going out in the second group lately. But right, yeah, well, that last group is where you want to be. At it's just one of those things, especially that makes, hot lap qualifying. It's just one of those things that makes something diff- difficult and different, man. Because I mean. You know, ninety percent of the tracks out there, you're wanting to qualify first, and at Sumter, you're wanting to qualify right. last. It's just it just makes it makes it uh, all the more interesting, I will say. But uh, yeah, that that race was fun. You you had a good run. I was proud of you. Um, I tell you what, man, I'm, I've I've been having fun this year. I've been having a lot of fun. Yeah, 
Besides, uh, and that that new front clips, uh, it's helped out a lot, man. Yeah, it's nine days. With these or, with these new brakes and this new bird cage and everything else new, uh, it might be even yeah. better. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Oh man. Yeah, man. I, I'm I'm having a blast this year. I ain't gonna lie to you. Dude, I'm ready I to get back so. into it, even though I think it's probably gonna be maybe a little over a month before I race again. Oh boo, man! We got a race this weekend. You need to hurry up, and get it ready. Come on, man. We got. Yeah, SCDRA, late models, all kind of stuff this weekend, man. Uh, SCDRA is going to be fun. It's, honestly, I hate that they didn't get to run their uh, race at Lakeview. Uh, I'll say yeah, that first and foremost. Yeah, I, I was upset about that, too. They're usually really good there um, when the series is there. And they were really good at uh, I-75 this past weekend up in, uh, in uh, where was that? No, it wasn't. Was it, it was two weekends ago. It wasn't this past weekend. It was a week before uh, up in uh, Sweetwater, Tennessee, um, up there and. I really think that they're going to be a fun show this weekend at Sumter. You're probably going to see Sumter as wide as it's ever been because of these front wheel drives, man. Um, and I think I got, uh, I think I got a uh, good buddy, Paul Clayton coming to help me out with this one. He's, he's kind of the expert of the front wheel drive variety. Whereas uh, Cody put it to me this way. He said, um, he said that Paul is to uh, SCDRA what I am to the late models. And I said, so he's nothing because in the grand scheme of things, I am, I am, dirt compared to some of these other guys that are calling these big late model races but i understood what he was saying because i know a late i know a late model inside and out i know a street stock he's pretty much inside and out what he was saying is that paul knew these cars inside and out so i'm really excited to have him come in and, and help me out on the call with this one um we're gonna have a lot of fun friday and saturday night if y'all aren't doing anything and you're in the carolinas come see me at sumter uh come out for some fun front wheel drive racing hopefully 40 50 maybe 55 cars show up for this one it uh we're, we're really hoping to at least have 40 this year for this race I, I know there's a lot of these cars around and a lot of them will be at sumter say so i'll come and see them please uh local favorites like uh reed christensen will be back at sumter michael crouch will obviously be there the keller brothers they've won a bunch of races this year uh, everybody man chris finosdal he'll be back in the house uh james canada there's so dalton many hodge guys man yeah dalton hodge will be there they debuted a brand new car the other week uh had some bugs with it, but uh, Dalton did show some speed there towards the end. So we're really hoping that, that he has. Um, what'd you say? You're going to have bugs with new cars. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Dalton and Dusty, they're wizards with them uh, front wheel drives now, apparently. Like um, like Austin said, that uh, he actually lives right near them. Austin Rodonis does. And he was saying, dude, nowadays they're. Uh, their yard's looking like a Japanese junkyard, so um, it makes a lot of sense that they're really heavy into this front-wheel drive stuff right now, and uh, we really hope that he has a good run this weekend, along with a lot of other guys, man. It's going to be, it is going to be a good weekend for front-wheel drive racing. I do, I do ho surely hope, and I hope uh, to see all of you there. But Matt, let's talk about some other cool stuff for you in the show here. Um, do it. Yeah, man. Uh, let's see where you want to start. You want to start with Eldora because that was uh, yeah, we can that was a lot Eldora. of fun. I watched all three nights of uh, the Dirt Lake Model Dream, and let me tell you, man, I don't care what Brandon Shepard said. That was probably my favorite Eldora event to date, minus the final feature. Oh, well, including the final feature actually, because it raced like a lot of these tracks around here race, and it was a different Eldora than I think that I have ever seen. If if you if you watched all of it too, you might feel kind of the same way. Oh, well, really? I haven't watched an Eldora. I mean, I've seen, uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen Eldora videos, but the, the last time was really stuck with my head, but 
Because mm-hmm. remember that big old hole they had down in turn one? Yes. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it was a lot different from definitely from the last time they were there. Well, what they did is they, I'm pretty sure they completely resurfaced the track, if I do recall correctly i know i say if i recall correctly i know i say that a lot but i'm, I'm serious i this is stuff that i've read and i've almost forgotten about but i'm trying to bring it back into the think bank um i'm pretty sure they resurfaced the whole track and it led to some great racing uh as long as they kept the moisture in it on uh thursday and friday uh you know it was a, a, a multi-groove track there were guys racing around the bottom there were guys hammering the cushion up top and then you got all the way to saturday night and being that it was a hundred lap race, they were kind of, you know, unsure of just how long this thing would hold moisture. And you got into that hundred lap feature and the first 25 to I'll say the first around 40 laps, almost the first half of that race, it was multi-groove. You had your leaders running in the middle. You had guys running the bottom and you had guys hammering the cushion. Well, about lap 55, it completely changed and it was a chugga chugga choo choo around the bottom, you know? So, and that's a lot of what we see racing here in the Carolinas, uh, just naturally because of all the conditions we talked about a million times in the past. I'm not going to, you know, bore anybody with talking about all that stuff again, but it, it, it felt like a little bit of, you know, back home racing and you saw two of the absolute best and, uh, Chris Madden trying to chase down Jonathan Davenport and Davenport sitting there and Madden's right there behind him trying to, you know, catch some clean air and hope and pray that Davenport makes a mistake. And like Chris said, you know, there is that the story every time at Eldora, like Chris literally Madden and every Davenport. time. Yeah. Chris Madden trying to run down Davenport. <laughs> Seems <laughs> well, like it's been like that the, the last year year and a half it's either davenport madden or it's davenport mccready there's no switch in in which it is yeah it's been weird overton's been catching a lot of a lot of heck lately um a lot of bad luck for brandon overton um of course he took that big hit i don't know if you saw did you see this on uh yeah was it saturday or was it friday um i can't remember which day it was but I want to say, did he end up? I think he he. What did he do? He took out, he took down the wall Friday, and did he flip Saturday? Which was it? I think that's exactly the way it was. It was one or the other. Yeah. But anywho, yeah, yeah, he, like he he took down the wall and just, and had to go to the hospital, get checked out, and then or the care the the infield care center, and had to get checked out, and then <laughs> the next day he flips the number seventy six car. I mean, it's it's terrible luck there for a guy who you know just two years ago was the number one driver in the world from that track now dude it's <laughs> just from crazy. that track in itself he's had to win what like seven hundred thousand dollars yeah but look at jonathan davenport at that track golly davenport's gotten at least 1.523 mil something easy i got easily easily at easily probably around three right now because he's got multiple dream wins multiple world 100 wins and of course the big one was the million so easily yeah. probably pushing three mil at least from one racetrack 
Which now, is absolutely did he get a ridiculous. Sprint car ride to go for the million again. <laughs> Does that'd be crazy? He feel like the next Kyle Larson. You're going to see him in a modified here in a couple of weeks, and he's breaking out a sprint <laughs> car. He'll jump in a USAC midget for the Chili Bowl in, later this year. Jonathan Davenport's about to be all over the place. Hell, he already run a, a, a NASCAR race. He's already got that yeah. one under his book, man. Well, well, I will say this though: Brandon Overton did try the sprint car at Charlotte that one year. He did. Year, it didn't go good. Didn't make it out. No. To be I mean, it's not not a given that he would be no. good at it. Well, it's not a given for like any of those guys because I mean, these cars are completely like different, different, man. They are completely different monsters. Like I, I was talking to uh, to Nate Emig um, a couple weeks ago on the podcast. Then after the podcast, we talked a little bit more, and you know, we're talking about he's he's got a late model to drive now. Which I mean, he's kind of done it the right way because once he got out of that sprint car, he didn't try to jump straight into a late model because I think that he would have caught. He would have called hell trying to go straight from a sprint car into a late model. It's a completely different ball game. You got a lot more weight to deal with, and um, aerodynamics are completely different. Everything's completely different uh, from a, a sprint car to a late model. But he's kind of doing it the right way because he's driving um, a four cylinder car right now, and uh, should be able to translate over well if he uh, really tries at driving the late model here. I saw he, I saw he uh, posted it for uh, for sale not too long ago. Because uh, he he was telling me, I don't know if you listened to that episode, Matt, but he was telling me that the reason he got out of the sprint car was because of his daughter. And then his daughter all, all of a sudden changed her mind and said, Dad, I don't want a limo anymore. I want a sprint car now. And so he's like, well, damn, and I got to switch back from That's what you told goes. me to get out of and get back in what you told Get back in it. Like, oh, man, I, 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 I pitied a fool, man. I pitied a fool. <laughs> um, anywho, what were we talking about? Eldora. So let's see here. Uh, Chris Ferguson had bad luck too. Chris Ferguson did though. I don't know if you saw this one. He won the uh, the Friday night feature at uh, Smoky Mountain Speedway for the uh, Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. He did do that. How about uh, how about Dalton Wilson and Brandon Shepard at Eldora uh, just a, a couple of weeks ago? Did you see that uh, drama there? Kind of sort of drama. Uh-huh. It wasn't too much of drama, um, but. Uh, uh, Brandon Shepard Racing posted the video of the GoPro shot, and uh, Dalton Wilson tried a little oh, bit of a slide oh, job, yeah, and I his his entire his entire spoiler ended up inside of Shepard's car. Just about gave him a high five. Like Shepard could have put his hand up and held on to the spoiler. <laughs> like, it, it was in the cockpit. It was. Like, that was. That's what I'm saying, dude. That, oh my god, that one was that, that was wild. That was nutty. Um, there were some other interesting things that came out of there. Ty, Tyler Herb's rap, uh, the the smoking and the bandit rap he put on that car, the one car, Dick. was pretty dope. Dude. <laughs> well, you got the, the the crate guy. I can't think of his name right now. He, uh, I think he started to run the supers. He runs that that uh, paint scheme all the time. It was red. Uh, last I saw it, but I can't think of his name. Wasn't it Jody? No, was it one of the Knowles? No, it no, wasn't it was an O. It was an O one car. O one. He's on T. I follow him oh, on TikTok. Gosh. I know exactly what you're talking about because the night that we went up to, uh, the night that we went to Bulls Gap, he was there and he was racing a crate, and I can't think of his daggum name, but I know what you're talking about. He's funny though. He's he's he funny. And he's funny he's quick. Even better than that, he's quick. All right. Yeah, that's a fast race car there. That's a good driver. A lot of really good drivers around here, man. Um, in some good looking rides, but uh, just a little while longer. Uh, we talked. I, I mentioned earlier that I prefer Eldora over Kokomo, but a lot of people 
uh, after that XR race on Monday night, said that Kokomo should have been where they ran the world, uh, the the dream uh, point uh, being the main person was Brandon Shepard said that they would have had more fun at Kokomo if it had the dream. Now, I haven't watched a lot been, of Kokomo. I'm sorry, but he'd be having more fun if he was still in a rocket. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Bad, bad move on know. his end. I don't know. He ain't put out nowhere near as well as he was in that Rocket One. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. Well, I don't know if it was his Hudson, choice to leave Rocket One either. Yeah, I don't know. But Hudson O'Neill is, is taking advantage official, of this. Yeah. I, I think he's had had a very successful start in that ride. And how about Ricky Thornton Jr., man? A guy that... Dude, he's lighting it up. I still don't like him, but he is lighting it up. You don't like him right either? Now. Huh? You don't like him either? <laughs> well, his his choice of wording in the... Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. 21 Gateway Dirt Nationals yeah. still resonates with me, and I, yes. I, I still don't like that. Yeah, I mean, that that's part of uh, what I don't like about it. He just... It, it, I, I, I'm not much for cocky, you know, and, and he strikes me as a little cocky. A couple other people do, and I don't like them as much either. But you know, I'm I, I try to, t- to my, I try to in myself to not be too cocky. <laughs> Bobby Pierce, uh, weirdly enough, he dropped a sponsor. Uh, I think Allgaier came off that car. Um, oh. yeah, he's he's got he's got both quarter panel both rear quarter panels open right now. And uh, I thought uh, about reaching out and seeing if I could get talking air on there, but I don't think that my checkbook can afford to be on that race car. <laughs> Uh, so we yeah, did not go that. through with that. Um, let's see here. What else can we get into real quick? Uh, we talked about, uh, uh, what's his name? Ferguson, Chris Ferguson, man, I'm losing train of thought now. Just, well, we've been rambling for an hour now. Mm-hmm. Chris Ferguson, man, he brought, uh, his old car goose back out. Or was it Longhorn? He won in at uh smoky. I'm pretty sure it was the, uh, Pretty sure it was the Bloomquist car. And speaking of Bloomquist, we'll transition again back to Eldora. Scott Bloomquist did not race at Eldora. And I was yeah. mind boggled and upset that Scott Bloomquist did not race, Matthew. I don't think you'll see him in a car. I, I don't either. Let's be let's be real. I, I think he's done. I mean, it, we might get lucky and see him hop in at one or two more times, but as far as racing goes, I don't think you'll it's time uh, for I the think uh, he's done being a driver. It's time for the crew chief era of the crew chief era for uh for old Scott. And, and I don't know what's scarier, the the driver era or the crew chief. Oh god. I wouldn't <laughs> want to drive for him, I'll tell you that much. I would oh. I wouldn't want to be that driver. Although I would love the advice, I don't think I could handle the backlash. Um I'm gonna be honest though, I think I think what a, a lot of uh uh what attributes a lot to Hudson's uh, success right now? Do you know who his crew chief is? Uh, it's it's Scott's guy, who was also crew chief of Garrett Smith when he won that big race up there. Yeah, what's his and, name? Uh, what was it, Port Royal? Or yeah, it was, like it was it was the uh, the World Short Track or the Dirt yeah. World Championship or whatever that race uh, is called. Whoever movie. that crew chief is, I wish I could get. Gosh, him. what's his name? That's I know his name. <laughs> I, the, I can't think of his name right now. The first person I, I thought of was Mark Richards, but Mark Richards ain't a crew chief. He's a car owner. Um, gosh, I can't remember his name. I, I guarantee you we'll stop recording this, and I'll remember that guy's name. Um, but uh, what happened to Garrett? Where, where's Garrett Smith been this year, man? I hadn't seen him at all, it seems like. I yeah, I haven't seen him race at all, but I, th- I don't know. 
And you know which series I haven't paid attention to this year and I probably should have? Uh, World of Outlaws. I can't tell you that I've Well, they're not racing right now. Summer Nationals is actually going on. Yeah, Summer Nationals is about to start up. World Um, of of Outlaws doesn't race when Summer Summer Nationals is racing. Right, but what I'm saying is I don't think that I've seen one World of Outlaws race this year, which is uncharacteristic for me, but I guess that I'm boycotting them because they decided not to race in the Southeast. I don't know what it is, but subconsciously I've just decided I guess I'm not watching World of Outlaws this year. Um, but I've seen just about every Lucas Oil race because uh, they're on flood. Now I will say the real reason I haven't been able to watch World of Outlaws was because that I don't have dirt vision anymore. Um, cost cutting measures that got too expensive. Um, yeah. <laughs> do you pay forty dollars a month? Good gosh. Oh man, that's why I'll t- I'll take the one payment of flow racing a year and, and be happy and get to watch a lot of racing like this past weekend at uh, at Fayetteville Motor Speedway. I don't know if you, you got a chance to watch that one or not, but uh, tough luck for uh, Dustin Mitchell. I hated to yeah. see that for Dustin, man. Um, I hated to see that for Dustin there on lap one. He gets involved, and uh, I think Michael Rouse gets in there as well. Rouse had a good run going uh, in the heats and all, and uh, Jeff Smith took a tumble as well. Uh, a lot of guys involved there that are personal favorites of mine. Uh uh, like I just said, Mitchell Rouse, uh, Smith was involved. I, I can't remember who else. Um, but after that, though, it was a really good race. Now, the backlash that they're getting, though, is um, just how long that show ran because that show ran until almost 3 o'clock in the morning, you know? Um, it it was – I had to get up and go play golf the next morning. I barely made it through the late model feature. It was almost 1 o'clock before they got done. So it was, and I know it was midnight before they started features, which really kind of perturbed me. But I mean, I was there, I was going to watch it anyways and watch uh, Zach Mitchell eventually coast off and and take a win. Although he had, uh, who was breathing down his neck? I can't remember who it was at this current moment in time. Um, But yeah, Zach Mitchell wins that one. Uh, I know Christian Thomas, they had their blue car out there and he had a ton of bad luck, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, man, I just, I just hated to see that. And then, um, I want to say, let's see who ended up winning the, the second night smoking mountain. I think it was, I think it was RTJ. Pretty sure it was RTJ. So. He, yeah. He's I'm on, sure. he's on a heck of a tear this year, man. He just about cannot be touched. Um, I'm actually going to go look back at last Saturday at uh, Fayetteville Motor Speedway. And then before we end the show, talk a little bit about, uh, the, uh, the, the dual 5,000 win late model feature at, uh, at Cherokee. Uh, before we get out of here and there were a couple other races running like um uh lancaster had the the buddy crook memorial that was a really cool race um for the monster mini stock association i'm actually going to search that real quick and let you know who won that race uh just real fast the buddy crook memorial with the monster mini stocks let's see here if we can find that main event we sure can marcus hughes won that one okay so big first win there for marcus hughes good to see that for him i hadn't looked at it until just now marcus hughes the mmsa winner of let's see i believe they had quite a few cars take for the main event as well 19 20 yeah 19 cars uh tough break for my buddy jr warren too jr ended up doing a he, he went x games mode man Remember that old meme? Oh, all he X Games mode. That's exactly what JR did. He did a barrel roll um, and landed back on all four tires. It was crazy, dude. Um, but just going back to that super late model feature, 
at Fayette. Well, who ended up finishing that? Ben Watkins. That's what it was. Ben was right behind him for about 35 laps there. And uh, just about passed Zach on a restart, but he finished uh, second. And Logan Robertson got up there and dusted off the top and finished third for the ultimates there. Just want to look at uh, 602s real quick just to see where a couple local guys finished. Zach Cox won the race. And uh, let's see, Sumpter's Jason Hodge finished 12th in that one. Good run for Jason there. He, he went out and ran with some 602 late models for once and had himself a good run. 602 mods. Austin Holcomb. Heck, Austin Holcomb, man, he's racing down here a ton with the uh, the Mideast variety of the 602 mods. And then street stocks, we had some local guys in there. Guess who won that street stock map, that race map? How about it for old hmm. Mikey Butler, baby? Mikey, one, didn't Mikey Butler got him one in the new wizard car, baby. Shout out to Mike, Mike, man. He's, That's the second one in that car. Is it? Oh, yeah, he did. He, he won, did win he won the first time out with it at Fayetteville. That's right. He did win the first time out with it at Fayetteville. Shout out to Mike, Mike, man. He's, he's a good dude uh, holding it down there. One more race let's talk about here before we uh, end it off for the night, man. How about that? Sound good to you? That's all right. That's all right with you. Well, let's talk about let's talk about Cherokee Speedway, baby. Six hundred fours and six hundred twos both ran for five thousand dollars to win. All right, that's a lot of money. That's test ten thousand dollars in two races plus the rest of the purse. You're looking at a lot of money, big dog. A lot of money on the line there. Now, I do have to say uh, prayers up for the. Uh, I want to say it was a young lady and a young man. There was an incident in a B feature um, where a car went over the wall going into turn number three into the pits, flipped over. And uh, landed on top of two personal vehicles. Something you do not like to see, but it's caught a lot of traction, so I'll mention it here. Prayers up for them. I believe both have recovered. Uh, both of the intra parties have recovered. Um, so there is light at the end of the tunnel there. So hats off to all the, the track staff, crew members, everybody that helped with that situation as everybody was able to uh, able to go home at the end of the night. Thank the good Lord above. Let's see here. Middies Modifieds are there. Ryan airs the win in the Middies Modifieds at Gaffney on Saturday night. Renegade Sportsman's David Lucas, um, which Renegade Sports still a class that I don't really know exactly what it's trying to be. It's almost like it's trying to be a street stock and a Thunder Bomber mixed. I don't know, man. Those classes, um, I can never figure them out. Oh, wouldn't you know who won the pony? John Rosario Jr. won $5,000 in the 602s. Luke Doggett won in the Thunder Bombers. Then the 604s, the other $5,000 main event. Oh, wouldn't you know who won the pony in this one, Matt? Dylan. Dylan Brown, baby. Dylan Brown. Oh, yeah. $5,000 winner. Who could have guessed, man? Who could have guessed? How about this, though? Blake Kraft, second. Really well-known driver. Jeremy Steele, third. Derek Ramey in fourth. How about that for a rocket, man? I didn't even know. I knew he was getting back in a race car, but I didn't know that... um, that he was already back running. Then Travis Steele, fifth, man. Lots of big names in here. Leighton Sullivan, second. Uh, Baby D, Dalton Jacobs, eighth. Jameson McBride, ninth. Colby Quick, fifth. Man, so many good names in here. Hank Taylor in the 78 finishes, 12th. Alex Hendren, 13th. Jussie Rocket was in this race, man. A lot of big names. Kendall Tucker actually came down in race. Former, um, I'm not sure if he was a world champion, but former pro uh, iRacing driver Kendall Tucker. Uh, Ricky Green was in this one, finished 20th. Justin Hudspeth, who you talked about earlier in the program. Uh, John Price, uh, I believe John ended up wrecking. Um, and then Spencer Apple, a guy that you raced with, um, or no, that uh, raced 602s the night that you raced 604s at Friendship a couple years ago. Um, uh, he's got a, I believe, brother named Cole that races oh, uh, that, 604s. 
no, his. I know Cole Apple does. Well, I know the, there's this was the other. He was racing six oh twos. Um, and then uh, just around the night, Extreme Force, Jonathan Surratt. Nothing surprising there. Jonathan Surratt, another win at Gaffney. But um, yeah, man, that's the racing that we've been seeing here recently. Uh, Matt's trying to work on his car, as he told y'all earlier. He uh, caught caught a bit of bad luck there at uh, Lakeview a couple weeks ago. But we we do hope to see him back. But in the meantime, he and I will be. Uh, playing the old eye racing y'all can hit us up on there if you find me or matt in the lobby go ahead and add us and just race with us man see if see if you can best the talking dirt crew you gotta hold on now you gotta beat james too if you want to best the talking dirt crew and good yeah, luck yeah, that's that's the one that's gonna impress us if you beat me that ain't no issue <laughs> if you beat us is nothing if you beat james then we'll you look at something. you we'll look at you if you beat james um and I, I saw James. Um, that's right. I, I saw the whole Murphy clan. Um, not too long ago, they were eating somewhere, and we run into each other. Um, they were heading to Lancaster, I believe, to go watch that. Uh, go watch the mini stock race up there. But it was good to see James and Jared and and their dad and and I believe their sister was there as well. Uh, it was good to see them. Um, then James got a new car, of course, and they'll be at something this weekend, hopefully. Um, but yeah, definitely come see me at something this weekend, Friday and Saturday show. Um, uh, Matt's not racing this weekend. I, I'm not sure he, I hope he comes to something or sees me. I'm not sure, but, uh, Matt, you got anything to add here before we get out of here? What, what did I miss talking about? I know we talked about a ton of stuff here in this hour, but what did we miss? Anything? I don't, I don't think we missed anything. I think we covered most of the stuff that's happened since we've been gone. Absolutely, man. Well, I guess that about does it for this episode here of the Talking Dirt Podcast. Finally reunited, and it feels so good, baby. So good to be back with Mr. Matt Pridgen here on the program. Guys, don't forget before you uh, click off of this, go listen to something else. Uh, go ahead and leave a review and go ahead and uh, download the podcast here on iTunes or Spotify, whatever you're listening to this on. Uh, it would really help us out a lot um in the future with gaining new listeners all kind of stuff lots of cool stuff coming soon keep up with us on facebook at talking dirt keep up with matt at matt president racing you can follow us on tiktok as well although i really don't post on there anymore i need to start again i know i just uh so busy with everything going on here trying to um trying to continue to make something speedway the best that it can be and uh yeah follow us over there at something speedway as well man i'm trying trying like heck to uh to build uh that profile as well and and uh yeah all kinds of good stuff coming but guys i hope you've enjoyed this episode of the talking dirt podcast and i guess uh for mr matt bridge and i've been ryan williams and we will hopefully be back very soon with another episode y'all have a good night and we'll see you later